Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 306. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so happy to be here. We are going to start a new series today. There's, a, I guess, a limit on this series. We can only do it so many times. But if you don't know this about us, we watch a lot of Food Network. Like, a lot of Food Network. Yeah, and then even when we don't like what's on Food Network at the time... We'll go back and we'll look at like Discovery Plus or any of those other streaming services to find other shows that used to be on Food Network just so that we can watch more. Mainly Unwrapped is our guilty pleasure. Definitely Unwrapped. We just love all baking shows. We watch cooking shows on YouTube, you know, Drivers, Dine-Ins and Dives. We love that one. But another one that I don't know if they're still making is kind of the premise for today's episode. And that is the best thing I ever ate. So if you've never seen the show, you probably get the gist of it already. But basically they bring in these panel and they pose a question of, what's the best thing you've ever ate that's a dessert? Or what's the best spicy thing you ever ate? So today we are posing the question, what is the best thing we've ever ate in Magic Kingdom? And I'm kind of mad at ourselves for starting with this park. Why do you say that? This was the hardest one, I think. I I think I know my entire list for every single other park, even the California parks. Magic Kingdom, we eat at the least, probably. I would agree with that. I did actually find myself like pulling up the restaurants in Magic Kingdom to try to find like the food that I wanted. And to be honest, some of the food that's on my list, I don't know. It was a hard choice. It was. You're already qualifying your answers. No, I'm confident in my answers, but it was it was rough. We are going to do this for every part going forward. So we'll, like we said, we're starting with Magic Kingdom. We're going to do a breakfast, a drink, an appetizer, a snack, an entree, and a dessert in every single park. Some of these could fit into multiple categories, but hopefully you'll understand where we're going with a lot of these. And... Let's get started. Catherine, tell me, what is the best (laughs) breakfast you've ever had in Magic Kingdom? I am historically a big lover of breakfast. I don't know why. It's my favorite meal. But you hate mornings. I hate mornings, but it's my favorite meal of the day. You'd think that would entice me to wake up, but it really doesn't. I did have to think critically about this one because there is a particular breakfast that has sentimental value. Because after we got engaged, we went to Cinderella's Royal Table to eat. However, that was not my pick for best breakfast. I had to kind of put the foot down. The foot is down. It's down. We did just watch Inside Out this week. That It's fresh on my mind for sure. I went with Crystal Palace because when they do their typical breakfast, they have a make-your-own-omelet station, and I am a sucker for a make-your-own-omelet. Omelet. 
That to me is the best breakfast at Magic Kingdom. But they're not serving it right now. They're not serving it right now, but I do have to hold on to hope that one day they will. And I did feel like in the theme of the best thing that I've ever eaten, it does still fall into that category. The breakfast overall is good because it's a buffet. You get your Mickey waffle, you get your bacon, you get to load your plate up with everything that you love. But it really was the make your own omelet that won for me. So I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. What makes this omelet station different than every other omelet station at every other breakfast buffet? It's at Magic Kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only difference. But I do think it's a standout. There's not, I I don't know. I couldn't really think of a lot of other breakfast places. I'm very interested in hearing what you have to say for breakfast, honestly. Oh, it's the most predictable answer that I have. Okay, well, let's hear it. A Cheshire cattail. See, to me, that wasn't predictable because I thought you would have plugged that in somewhere else. Well, I maybe I'm going to answer it for multiple categories. <laughs> Look, longtime listeners will know I love the Cheshire Cattail. It's probably my favorite sweet treat in all of Walt Disney World. There is something to be said for it. I love Alice in Wonderland. And so I love the theming of it. I love visiting the Cheshire Cat Cafe. I love eating it right there. And you sit on the bricks next to the Mad Tea Party. I mean, you got to eat it while it's hot. You got to eat it while it's hot. They serve coffee there. Or you could... Scurry over real quick to Joffrey's. (laughs) I guess you could go the long way around and go through Tomorrowland, pick up your Joffrey's beforehand. You could get coffee from from Cheshire Cat Cafe, but I'd probably recommend just going to Joffrey's. Always. But it's when it's warm and it's gooey, like you want to eat it with a fork. That's the optimal Cheshire Cattail is you cannot pick it up. It's messy. It's ooey it's gooey and it is so delicious i will recommend it until i'm blue in the face i think everybody who ever visits magic kingdom needs to have a cheshire cattail and i will say we are fans of like a sweet breakfast i know that really bothers some people but not us we could eat sweets all the time apparently yeah i think you'll notice in other categories that lots of sweets on my list all right, so now you go first on this next category. What was your top drink? So I think in other parks we might do alcoholic and non-alcoholic, but for obviously in Magic Kingdom we can only do non-alcoholic. I guess technically you could include the beer and wine at the sit-down restaurants, but I've never actually had alcohol in Magic Kingdom because we've never done a sit-down meal where we've ordered it. Yeah, I don't know if I have either. Anyway... I found this category to be sort of difficult for me to pick one. And like you, I picked one that they're not technically serving right now, but it should come back once this operation gets fully up and going. And it is the iced tea lemonade slush from Columbia Harbor House. Oh, that's a good one. Like an Arnold Palmer, like a frozen version. Yeah, I thought it was... Nice and refreshing. It wasn't overly sweet because, like, notice what I said. It's just iced tea lemonade. It's not sweet tea lemonade. Now, you're getting the sugar from the lemonade anyway. So it's kind of like sweet tea. But sometimes when you get something like that, they both of them are sweet and it becomes too much. But this was nice and refreshing. I actually didn't finish it when we had it last time because it, it did become a little 
too much to finish, but nice, refreshing drink in the Magic Kingdom, which I left the door wide open for what I assume I know you're going to pick. I know. I was just waiting for this. I was nervous that you were going to pick it because I honestly don't have a backup. I have to go with LeFou's Brew. It's hands down my favorite, you know, kind of themed concoction when you compare it to like a butterbeer. I think this one is better because I like the apple juice. I've just always been a big fan of apple juice. I like the marshmallow kind of flavor or topping that's on it. I just think it's such an interesting flavor and it's great. I love the atmosphere. I love being able to drink it inside in the room with all the antlers and Gaston's decor. I just think it's something that everyone needs to get. And you don't even have to get it in the souvenir cup. We never have because who wants to have to carry that around for the rest of the day? We have before. No, we do not have a souvenir cup. I think we do. Anywho, it's definitely worth getting. I might actually agree with you, but I knew that if I pick LeFou's Brew, then you would be lost in the dark <laughs> and not know what to pick. Like Honestly, what well, just came to mind was like a, a, a Powerade <laughs> was the best thing I ever drank in Magic Kingdom. No, I actually have one that I thought you were going to pick, the Joffrey's Christmas drink from last year. Ooh, that was good. But was that Magic Kingdom specific? I think it, I don't know. <laughs> we got it in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and I can't even, it was some sort of gingerbread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one could be in the running. Let's go to a snack next. Me first. What is the best snack you've ever had in Magic Kingdom? Pepperoni pizza spring roll. Okay. From the Adventureland cart. I loved it. I thought it was like an elevated pizza roll, which who doesn't love a good pizza roll? I mean, I don't know. It was perfect. I liked it more than the hamburger. I liked it more than the buffalo chicken that they have right now. I'm crossing my fingers that they bring it back. Because I think they just rotate them through. Probably. But it was just like the perfect amount of cheese and pepperoni. I liked the crunch and... I really like that you get two because then you and me both get one and we can share. It is a little pricey, I guess, when it comes to a snack. They're like nine fifty for the two, but you could easily turn that into something else. But it's very shareable. I think that's a good snack. I could go with that. The snack that I listed was a corn dog from Sleepy Hollow. Now, this is definitely up your alley more than mine. And look, you can't beat a little red wagon corn dog in Disneyland or even the corn dog castle, but Sleepy Hollow tries their very best, and I think they come very close. The batter is nice and thick and a little bit crunchy, but still soft on the inside. It's always cooked perfectly, and it is one of the best values of any kind of snack that you can get in Magic Kingdom, I think. I think it's around 6 or $7, and it comes with the chips. You can decline the chips, but the price doesn't go down. But you do that every time for some reason? Irks me a little bit. But... No, I don't. Yes, you do. But I do like that they're hand-dipped, and it comes from the same Sleepy, Olo- Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow. 
they also have the funnel cake there. I don't necessarily think it's the same batter, but that's why I do think that they're fresh and they're always hot. And I do think that's a pretty good snack. It is a good snack. Thank you for validating my answer. I just, I was wondering if one of us were going to go the route of, and by one of us, I mean you, like a popcorn or a Mickey pretzel or something like that. I thought about it, but that it's too generic. It's not the best thing I've ever eaten, you know? Mm-hmm. So what is the best appetizer you've ever had in Magic Kingdom? I feel like this one is going to irk you a little bit, so I have to apologize ahead of time. But I went with a French onion soup from Be Our Guest. Oh, sounds nice. <laughs> sounds excellent. If only I had a spouse who would take me there. We will go someday. It's so hard to get reservations. Uh, not in today's climate. You don't think so? I bet we could find one to go this week. Let's go then. You're on. <laughs> it's a date. So tell me about it. I'd love to know about it. I mean, it is exactly what you would want from a French onion soup. I liked the top so you get you know, that stringy, gooey cheese that you're looking for. Swiss? I don't... Sure, Swiss. Is it Swiss? I think they're normally topped with Swiss, right? Or it's, Gruyere? I don't know. It's just the creamiest, stringiest, like where you gotta, you know, you bite into it and nothing really happens kind of situation. So you look a little silly. You have the, like the soggy bread that was once a crouton in there. And it's overall good. I noticed on the menu, and I don't think they had it when I went because it has honestly been a while, but they also had a lobster bisque. That doesn't really scream French to me, but I'd be interested in what that's like. I was about to say Le Poisson, but that's wrong movie. It is, but it's still French. Yeah. So I feel like that chef would cook up some lobster bisque. You yes. Know? That would be like a good mix. I guess it's kind of in the same area of the park. But I think the French onion soup is awesome. I always get a French onion soup whenever I see it on the menu. Same so, with lobster bisque. Sounds delightful. If only I'd ever seen the inside of Beast Castle, then maybe I would know at least an inkling of what you were talking about. We will go. My appetizer, the best appetizer I've ever had in the Magic Kingdom, which it is... Not like at a sit-down restaurant, and I'm going back to the same location you were at earlier. I said the buffalo chicken spring roll from the spring roll cart. What? I I can't deny it. I can't hide it. It was one of the best things I've ever had. It is very polarizing, though. So if you're listening and you're trying to make a list, I'd say pepperoni pizza are safer. Notice neither of us mentioned cheeseburger. <laughs> but lots of people love cheeseburger. These spring rolls, they are a hot, hot debate because people either love them or hate them, I feel like. But they are always hot when you order them. Well, that is very true. But the buffalo chicken one, I think, is the best appetizer. That's what I kind of view it as, a, a preview to a meal. Gets your taste buds ready. Get them exploding with the ranch dressing a little bit of the hot from the buffalo sauce. It has some celery in there to give it some crunch and some freshness. And those spring rolls are always cooked perfectly where they have the perfect amount of crunch. They don't fall apart on you. They're just an excellent snack appetizer. 
<laughs> it's interchangeable. Okay. I like that one. Now you got to go first for entree. This one I feel like is even more controversial than my last one. Oh. I went with the chicken parmesan from Tony's Town Square restaurant. Shut the front door. <laughs> did you do that too? I did something very similar. So I'm going to go with my second choice, but I did actually write two down for this. Not that I ever in my wildest dreams thought that you're going to pick something, but I did the Italian trio from Tony's because that's what I had when we went. So here's the thing. We just kind of sit quietly on the sideline as all of the Tony's Town Square restaurant slander goes on. We just, we don't partake in any of the conversation. <laughs> We're not, we maybe put in a disguise whenever we go eat there. I'm never disappointed when we go there. I don't know if that makes me a bad connoisseur of Italian food, but it's filling, like so filling. You get so much food. I love the setting being right there on Main Street. They're playing the Lady in the Tramp music along with there. We've always had good service there. I am willing to admit right here in August of 2021, <laughs> I think I like Tony's Town Square Restaurant. <laughs> well, obviously we both do. We both put it on our list. I guess this is the point where we just shut the podcast down because <laughs> we have such bad opinions. No, but I... I will say we've never lived in a place with just like outstanding Italian food. So I can understand if you are from somewhere up north, if you are, I know I have lots of family in Pennsylvania, they have Italian restaurants on every corner. So I'm sure you get like grandma's home cooked recipe from like a hundred years ago. That's just to die for. We don't have that. When we eat Italian food, it's pizza or it's spaghetti that we make ourselves, honestly. And that's kind of our standard Olive Garden. <laughs> Stop, Catherine. You're making us look worse. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there that that's kind of our level of Italian food. So if you are listening to this and you are from a place with outstanding Italian food, then maybe that's why you don't enjoy Tony's. We do. It always works for us. Like Brendan said, it's it's filling. It's it's, it's carbs. good. It's yeah, carbs. it's carbs. After a long day at the parks, what more could you want? And I feel like if you were going with kids, which at the time we did, we were with a kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> a small a small person. Yes, a smaller human. It has things that they will happily eat that aren't just chicken tenders. You know, so it's a little bit of variety than maybe a normal sit-down restaurant. Who are we? Are I'm we really monsters? trying to hype this up. Yeah, we might be. I don't, like, I don't know why. I just, I understand that it's fun to make fun of Tony's, but every time I've been there, I actually enjoy it quite a bit. And So here we are. This is our dirty little secret. Until further notice, we are pro- Tony's Town Square <laughs> restaurant. That could change. I've heard some horror stories there. We haven't had a horror story. But again, how do you done. how do you mess up spaghetti or fettuccine Alfredo? That's what I just don't understand. It is a foolproof meal. <laughs> it's foolproof. I guess that's true. Okay. Time for 
dessert. What is I didn't the get best? to my my other entree. Oh, your other entree. Sorry. Yeah, I said I was going to go with my backup. I didn't know you were eating multiple meals. Go ahead. Well, now I am because you stole. You were on the Tony's train, and I thought that was going to be controversial, and then you took it. Okay. So thank you for that. My second one would be the sweet and spicy chicken waffle from Sleepy Hollow. You love that one. I do love that one. It's huge. You get so much food. I feel like even if you're not a huge fan of spice, it is definitely sweet with it. You know, you're not eating like a buffalo chicken or a hot chicken. I've never been let down. It comes with slaw. I usually never get it because who who wants vegetables on your chicken waffle? Not me. But it's very good. The waffle is always cooked well. You know, it's brown on the outside. It's fluffy on the inside. And I have just never been disappointed. It's the same thing. They do batter very well there. They they pour them into the waffle maker or maybe dip that's a what corn. they have there. Maybe it's the waffle, not a a. Uh, they do have funnel cakes there as well. Do they have funnel cake? Okay, yeah. we've never gotten one. Yeah, but the waffle is good. Well, okay, so I'll throw in a bonus since you're talking about now. You've kind of listed a table service and a quick service, so I'll list a. Best quick service entree I've ever had in Magic Kingdom. And again, I flipped recently. Oh, now I'm scared. It's the beef nachos from Pecos Bills. Oh. I used to be Team Harbor House, 100%. I bought all the merch. I was there <laughs> toting the flag for Harbor House. And I want to try it again now that it's about to reopen again, mainly just to sit upstairs. Mm-hmm. I could sit up there all day. But as far as food, I feel like the fish has slipped just a little bit. And nachos are just one of the things you can't mess them up. I like, you can get guac, you can get sour cream, you get salsa, you get the cheese and the lettuce. And I will say it's like real queso. It's not just the plastic cheese or whatever everyone loves to make fun of it and call it. They do have real queso now. So I think that's just another one. It's it's a ton of carbs, it's and it's good, and I think that's my favorite quick service entree I've had in Magic Kingdom. Are you ready for dessert? Oh, I'm ready. What is the best dessert you've ever had in Magic Kingdom? I'm going to start with one that they still have, and then after you share yours, I have an honorable mention for the Fallen, but... The best dessert has to be a cinnamon roll from Gaston's Tavern. You stole mine. It just has. Well, then there we there you have it, folks. It's the best thing at Magic Kingdom. You know, I love Dole Whip and Sundays and stuff just as much as the next person. But there is just something about this cinnamon roll. It is the size of your head. First off, it has. It's just like so fluffy and the top is kind of flaky and puffy. And then the bottom is where you get all like the ooey gooey cinnamon and then the icing on top. I mean, it's perfect. Gaston's Tavern might be the best restaurant in all of Magic Kingdom. I wish they had a more robust menu because that kitchen could make some good food. Mm-hmm. I wish they, I know they have like the deli sandwiches and stuff, which we've never had from there before. 
But I don't know if they have those right now. They do. Okay. They serve them for lunch. They're cold. Like mm-hmm. they probably prepare them elsewhere and they just serve them there. But I honestly might give it a try. <laughs> I might too, because everything we've had from Gaston's Tavern is really, really good. And I think it's one of the best settings in all of Magic Kingdom. Talk about just a tiny space, but somehow, some way, most of the time when you walk in there, you can get a table. Recently, we've had very good luck getting a table. Now, I know in the past it hasn't been so easy. Maybe we just time it right because typically when we go, we haven't had a huge line either, which probably helps. But I completely agree. I think all around, it's a great place. So I had a bonus contender that is was a limited time offering that I can fit into the dessert category. Okay. And that was the Constance for Better or Worse wedding cake dessert that they had last Halloween season. Still waiting. Disney. Clock is ticking. It's Halloween season. <laughs> Give us the Constance for Better or Worse wedding cake. It was served at the Liberty Square Market. I believe mm-hmm. that's what it's called. Liberty something market. I believe I believe that's right. Next right next to Hall of Presidents is where it is, where you can get the big turkey legs. And the <laughs> cast members yell out there and say, get your turkey legs. They also had the Constance, for better or worse, wedding cake. It had like a gelatin feel to it, which made it hold up in the heat a lot better last year. But the inside was just a perfect wedding cake. I believe, if I remember correctly, it had like a raspberry mousse, which kind of played... And like a blood feel to make it a little bit creepy to go along with there. So if you are ever in Magic Kingdom and it happens to be spooky season and you see something about a Constance wedding cake, get it. It is fantastic. That's a good one. That is hands down the best dessert I've ever had in Magic Kingdom. I just didn't want to include it because it was limited offering. Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel about my choice too because this is probably going to make you sad. It makes me sad to think about it. I did mention Dole Whip, and I feel like Dole Whip has taken a big notch down since they took this item away, but it was the pineapple upside down cake. I had forgotten that, and you just brought back a lot of a lot of great, but now a lot of bad memories. It's a lot of pain to work through right now for both of us, but it was amazing, and I I truly hope that they bring this back someday. I don't know why. Like, what would have possessed them to take it away? But it was a warm little pineapple cake. It was almost like a donut texture. Yeah, it was very thick. Um, It was always warm. And then on top, of course, you would get your Dole Whip. And it was just amazing. I don't know how else to describe it, but pure happiness. I don't remember who told us to try it for the first time. But we did, and then we ordered it every time after. It was like the perfect sharing size because you got so much food. And just the way that they packaged it, it didn't melt all over you. Like sometimes, you know, you get with a normal Dole Whip, and it was awesome. Do you have any other bonus or honorable mentions? I actually don't. I have one more. Okay. And this is one that you loved as well. Loved. I know. That's where this gets difficult because I hate to keep bringing up things that are no longer here. But hopefully, if enough people ask them to bring it back, then they'll bring it back. 
the Parmesan chicken sandwich from Pinocchio Village House. It was the best entree you could get in Magic Kingdom for quick service. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. It was. The- That's another place that got drugged through the mud, and we would try it occasionally. We found this chicken Parmesan sandwich. It was so great. And then they took it away for whatever reason. And so, now they just have flatbreads. So all it was, it sounds simple, but it, it, it was just, simple. it was like a chicken cutlet or a chicken patty fried, pretty well fried. And then they covered it with mozzarella cheese and marinara sauce and then put that on a toasted bun. And it was just excellent. It was a excellent park meal. Didn't we read somewhere that they're bringing a chicken Parmesan sandwich to another quick service restaurant? I think so. I can't remember if it's Cosmic Rays or somewhere might be getting something similar. Because it did kind of get our hopes up just a little bit. Because I would agree, that was always a go-to for us. Yeah. So, does that complete our list of the best things we've ever ate in Magic Kingdom? It does. I wish that we could expand this out. Maybe we'll, maybe next category will just be the best thing we've ever ate, resorts edition. Well, I was going to say that we have all the parks that we can do, because this was kind of churning through my mind at the beginning of the episode. Definitely resorts. I think that one's going to be quite difficult. Disney Springs. And then Disney Springs would be its own category, which again, that one's going to be a real challenge. Not for the same reason that this one was a challenge, but I think because there's going to be so many good options. And then we could even do like festivals, maybe. Yeah, might be getting a little, no? little crazy. Okay. My, it's a work in progress. My wheels are turning to see how many slots I can fit shawarma into when we talk about California Adventure. I mean, at least two breakfast and entree. But maybe more. Maybe more snack. TBD. <laughs> so hope you enjoyed this episode. We had fun sharing the best thing and reminiscing on some of the best things we've ever eaten in Magic Kingdom. We will be back on Thursday with another storytelling episode. So we hope you can join us for that. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you enjoyed this or got any information out of this, leaving an iTunes review is absolutely the best way to help us grow the podcast. It lets Apple know that they should suggest it to other listeners and other Disney fans out there and get them into our club. So thank you so much for listening and we will chat with you real soon. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.